Welcome to the Well Standing Podcast. This is episode 298. Today is August 28th, 2019. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder money manager of investablewealth.com. Well, despite all the drama and the headlines, I don't see any fundamental different changes in what's going on with the stock market. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time specifically on the stock market. In today's episode, I want to do a continuation of what we talked about last time. And so a lot of what I'll say today is going to deal with how to have personal success in your own career. But if you stick with me and follow along, you'll see that at the end, I try and tie this all together and I do apply it to investing principles. So that's exactly what I want to talk about in this episode. Before I do, just a couple announcements. Number one, many of you have been asking for me to put the podcast on Spotify while I finally got around to that. Hey, and I also want to mention that I really do appreciate whenever you guys subscribe on these different uh, syndicating services and when you rate the podcast and when you go out and put comments there or when you share episodes on social media. So I appreciate those of you that make the effort and go out and spread the gospel of wellsteading. The other thing I wanted to mention is that I'm thinking about doing a meetup in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on November 10th. Now that's the Marine Corps birthday That's not why I'm doing it. That just happens to be coincidental to when I'll be in the DFW area. And what I'm thinking about in terms of a meetup is that this is not going to be any formally planned out meeting or agenda. It's simply going to be a meet and greet where we can spend, you know, an hour or two together with listeners to the podcast. Of course, I'm always happy to hear your personal stories and do my best to answer your questions. But this isn't going to be any type of formal presentation. What I need to know is if this is something that you'd be interested in attending, please get in touch with me either through investablewealth.com or wealthsteading.com. And if we get some interest, I'll definitely make sure that it happens and I'll get the specifics out to you. But generally what I'm thinking about, this would be November 10th. That's a Sunday. And so this would probably take place sometime in the afternoon or the early evening. And as far as a venue, well, I'm going to need some help with that. So I'd be looking to someone to take charge and come up with a place where we can all meet. You know, this could be on someone's personal property. It could be at a restaurant or some kind of public gathering place. So if this sounds like something you'd like to do, definitely get in touch with me. Now, as far as today's main topic, I've entitled this episode, Conformity is Equal to Mediocrity. Now, that's a simple statement, but I think it's profound and I don't think it's hyperbole. And the problem is that as a society, you're programmed to conform. All your life, you're sent to public schools where they teach you and educate you to just be a cog in the wheel. They want you to be good little employees that go and do what you're told so that you pay your taxes and don't cause any trouble. They just want you to be a good little citizen. And you can succeed in that environment, but I would argue that you'll never be truly successful and meet your potential when you're trying to shave your square corners off to fit in somebody else's round hole. If you want to be an Elon Musk or a Steve Jobs or a Warren Buffett, or even if you want to be just a little unknown John Pugliano like me, you're not going to do that by shaving off your corners to fit into some organization structure. Look at those people's names that I just mentioned. Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, they didn't conform those guys probably wouldn't have gotten hired or probably wouldn't have succeeded had they got hired by big contemporary corporations of their time. I mean, Steve Jobs wouldn't have excelled at IBM, even though at the time he was coming up in his career, a company like IBM would have been a dominant player in the computer industry. 
Steve Jobs could have probably never even gotten an interview with them, let alone gotten a job. And if he would have gotten a job, he would have most likely been fired. He didn't fit the IBM mold. And if Steve Jobs or Elon Musk had managed to get a job at one of these, one of these conventional established organizations, they would have had to taper down the very features that made them unique and ultimately made them billionaires. Now, like I said in previous episodes, I don't think you or anybody off the street can run out and become a billionaire like a Warren Buffett or like a Bill Gates. But I certainly think, and I know this from my own personal experience, that you can put yourself in the top 10 or 5% of the wealth pyramid in America if you focus on developing your own personal skills and abilities and strengthening the things that make you different from other people. And that's because the market values rarity. A piece of gold that has a limited supply is going to have more value than a chunk of coal because coal is common. So the market values things that are in limited supply. And because of that unique structure that's inherent to you, you have talents and abilities and a way of seeing things and a way of doing things that's different than everybody else. And so if you can find a way to turn those passions and those talents into producing marketable products and services, then the utility of those combined with the unique way that you deliver them will make you a rare commodity and make you a lot of money. If you go out and you create products and services that are based on your innate abilities, and when I say create product or services, I don't mean that you can't be an employee. I don't mean that you can't work for a corporation or that you, you know, couldn't serve in public service or in the government. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in these structure type organizations with the caveat that you fit into that organization naturally. If you have to shave and contort yourself into something you're not, then ultimately you're never going to reach your potential. But let's just say that you're a really good, talented coder and you work for some type of a high-tech company that values that and it gives you the resources to be the, the best that you can be at it and you make a lot of money at it, then by all means, stay there because that organization is facilitating your God-given ability. But if you're like Bill Gates or Elon Musk and your creative genius doesn't fit into that corporate mold or that organizational structure, then you're drastically going to limit your potential by trying to conform. You're simply going to become mediocre. So what I've talked about up till now has focused on you as an individual, and that's where you need to start. You need to invest in yourself. You need to learn how you can make an above-average income so that you can start to save it. And then once you've accumulated some wealth, you can learn how to wisely invest that money. Like I preach in Wealthsteading, you got to learn to earn and then learn to save before you can learn to invest. But this same principle that I'm talking about with conformity and mediocrity, it fits into the overall investment structure when you are investing in the stock market. What I'm going to say is very counterintuitive and almost argumentatively different of what I just said about what applies to an individual. You don't want to invest in one unique individual that doesn't fit in any kind of a mold. You actually want to invest in conformity. And the reason for that is that there are 7 billion people on the face of the earth. And each one of them is unique and different. You as an investor have no way of knowing 
which of those people are going to turn out to be a success. And in and of themselves, not one of those individuals, by definition, would be investable because as an investor, you can only profit by owning shares of a corporate structure. You can't own shares of an individual. And even if you did and that individual died, well, unless you were a beneficiary of the insurance policy, you're not going to get anything out of it. So as an investor, you're looking to invest not in those unique features of one individual. You're looking to invest in corporations that have found a way to create conformity, that have built structures with rules and culture and an organization that they can reliably produce a profit. And because they have that institutional structure and corporation in place, it doesn't rely on the talents and abilities of any one individual. If the CEO dies or if he resigns or if he gets fired or whatever the case may be, you don't want the value of that corporation to drastically be reduced because of the loss of one individual. And this is a really important concept for you to grasp, not only for your own personal success, but also for your investing success. As the individual, you want to be unique. You don't want to conform. That's how you'll pursue your personal success. But as an investor, you want the exact opposite. You don't want to put your hard-earned money and tie your fate to one individual. You want to invest in that dull, boring, mediocre corporate structure because that's what produces consistent profits. When Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, when they were young men, when they were you know, 19 or 20 years old, you as an individual investor would not wanted to invest in that type of a person or that personality because you have absolutely no assurance that they're ever going to be successful. You want to invest in something that has a proven track record. So on a corporate investing structure, I'm not discounting the individual creativity of an Elon Musk or a Walt Disney or a Sam Walton. What I'm saying is, is that early in their career, you don't want to bet on those horses because there's too many variables to them pursuing success or failure. But once they've demonstrated success, once they've created the Walmarts or the Amazons or the Microsofts or the Apples, that's when you want to attach your wagon to that horse and invest in that kind of company. Not when it's all counterculture and it has a great story, but no history of long-term success. There are too many fads. There are too many fly-by-night opportunities. There are too many people and companies that have great stories that have gone nowhere. That's why I avoid investing in IPOs and in cutting-edge technology. I want to put my hard-earned money into a corporate structure that has a history of making money. Now, I know that that's not going to make me rich overnight, but that's okay. As Mark Twain said, I'm more interested in the return of my principal than the return on my principal. So there you have it. Those are my thoughts on how, as an individual, you want to pursue your own uniqueness, but as an investor, you want to put your money into proven corporate structures. Well, hey, as always, thanks for listening. Until the next episode, this is John Pagliano wishing you the very best returns.